Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spleichel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spleichel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. We are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is growing your e-commerce business through SMS texting. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of Parrot, a leading e-commerce texting expert and mobile experience wizard who helps e-commerce businesses increase revenue and customer service retention with texting. A big welcome to Osa Gaius. Hello, Osa. Hey, Andy. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. It's great to be here. You know, we're excited to have you and excited to talk texting. So let's start with how can a company use texting to increase their business? Great question. So, you know, if you're an e-commerce business, there are three things we call out that you should be thinking about. The first is, you know, how do you announce new new sales, right? You know, you're, you're probably doing a sale once a quarter, maybe maybe less frequently, maybe more frequently. And you're most likely sending an email out or you're posting something on social, let people know, hey, we've got, we've got a discount or we've got some, uh, some new arrivals. So that's one way you can definitely use texting. Just you know, think about your existing communication that happens once a quarter around sales and announce those over, over SMS as well. That's, that's the first place we say people should start. That's kind of level one uh, when you're texting. Level two is announcing new products. So think of the experience uh, that Mischief provides or think of your, your new hot release, right? We think that you should feature it, send people multiple images of it over text. That way they can feel engaged when that new product comes, as opposed to just posting on social or sending email. And the last way we see people using texting to increase their business is by embedding SMS into their existing checkout experiences. So think of ShopPay, essentially. We think that's something that's really innovative, seeing brands leverage uh, texting as a way to remember who their customer is and help them through the checkout process more smoothly. How receptive are customers to getting text? <laughs> Great question. So the, the, the industry stat that we found that we, we really like is that 90% of consumers uh, have expressed the desire to get text messages from businesses. But as you can imagine, these are, these are businesses that these consumers like. So for instance, I, I like Nike, so I would prefer to receive texts from Nike. I don't really want to receive text messages from brands that I don't care about. And so that's what we're seeing is that consumers really like to get texts from businesses they care about, that they shop at regularly, uh, especially when it comes to things like getting additional support, getting a VIP experience. But on the other side, consumers do not want to hear from businesses that they do not enjoy shopping at. Can you hurt your business with texting? Is there some, some really bad yeah. mistakes you could make? Yeah, the, the first huge mistake we've seen uh, brands make is, is not owning their phone number, right? So uh, we've seen brands change phone numbers multiple times a year because uh, they have compliance issues. So that, that's one thing that can definitely hurt your, your brand because when, when a consumer sees that you're, you're not 
texting from the same number, they start to get confused and, and they start to associate your brand with a little less uh, of that, of that, you know, VIP experience and Apple experiences as they, as they should, right? So that's the first thing brands do is they don't really think about what number they are reaching out to the consumer to the consumer with and making sure that feels like a relationship, like a contact in your phone. The second mistake we see brands making is using repetitive discount codes. So we've seen some brands, for instance, do a discount code every single week just to get people uh, to back to their website from text messages. And we think that's bad for your business from a brand value perspective, but also bad for the bottom line because you're having to do massive discount codes, 30, 40% just to get people to click on your text messages. And I think the, the third thing I'll call out that brands need to be looking out for over the future uh, is, you know, uh, making sure that whoever is on your end actually managing these things is thinking about SMS is two-way because if your consumers start to believe that it's a one-way kind of ad, then uh, they'll, they'll start blocking your, your text messages because they'll realize it's not personalized. It's not about them. It's just about your business pushing things to their phone. So you made a, a great point there that businesses need to think of it as a two-way communication. Are there any other best practices that that help a company become more successful with a, with a texting um, strategy? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the first thing we tell brands to do from a best practice standpoint in terms of when you're shaping your SMS strategy is, is to think of texting, not as a replacement for email or as a corollary to email, um, but think of it primarily as uh, a, a relationship tool, right? A way for you to, to build a deeper relationship. Well, you know, of course, to maximize LTV, maximize um, your own brand's, you know, uh, revenue, but start start by thinking about what, what would you want a brand to be texting you on your phone? And one way you can do this, if you're a marketer especially, is just to go to your fair brands, go on their website, sign up for their text messages. It doesn't matter if you shop there regularly and just see that experience for a week. And, and that will very quickly tell you uh, how you should be crafting the experiences. Because if you like what you're seeing from other brands, uh, then you know what to copy. But if you don't like it, for instance, I signed up for some brands early on when I started Parrot and some people would text me at 2 a.m. in the morning with a discount. <laughs> and so I, I very quickly learned that is not something that I want. And so that's what I recommend for people to think about is when you're creating your strategy, put yourself in a position of your customer on their phone, busy driving their kids to, to school, uh, do you do you want to get that text from your from your business at that time, or uh, is there a different text you want to send? Now, are there some industries that have more success than others when it comes with texting? Great question. So, in, in our data, what we've seen is that uh, industries where the cost of the item um, is is you know pretty pretty negligible, right? So, think not Peloton, not a car, not a, an expensive couch, but things like fashion, apparel, food and beverage, uh, especially consumable, right? Things that people will use up after a month or after you know a certain period of time. Those things work really well over text because um, texting can act as a reminder to go shop and buy more, or it can also act as a way for you to just learn about what's actually happening. Whereas if you think of something like a couch, you're not shopping for a couch every every week, or every month, every year. It's probably every couple of years. So you don't really need real-time updates via text or even uh, bi-weekly updates via text. So who should the text be from? I mean, you had mentioned Nike. <laughs> Does it say that it's coming from Phil Knight or is it coming from <laughs> customer service? I mean, who who should be the, the person signing the text? 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I like the way you phrased it because I think a lot of people skip this part when they're trying to think about texting for the first time because they're thinking it's coming from my marketing department, so it should feel like a marketing message. Um, and even if that's the case, what we tell people is you should assume that your customer support rep is the one sending the text. So it should sound like someone is on the other end, even if you know, you've got a team of people behind it or even if it's just you handling all the responses, you should assume, first of all, that uh, you should be getting response from people when you text them, either it's a thumbs up or an excitement. Um, and, and that's why we recommend you, you think about the text coming from your customer service rep, even if it's a sale announcement of, hey, we got a sale today. It should sound like you know the person on the other end. You should, it should sound like you're talking to them uh, as, a, as a person who wants to serve them rather than the person uh, like, you, know, you called out, rather than the CEO of the company just kind of yelling at you and saying, go buy more stuff. Do you recommend giving that person a name? You know, say, hey, this is, this is Sally from Nike. Um, yeah. That's some great. Yeah, we, we do. And in fact, there's one customer I'll call out of ours who uh, he, he's the owner of the brand. And so he runs the marketing for the brand. And what he does is he'll say, hey, this is Henry. And he'll say his first name. Hey, this is Henry in the text. Although the text is going out to a few thousand people, right? Uh, it, it's still important to add that in because the, the person on the other end might be someone who's actually shopped with you a bunch. And so this could be an opportunity for you to make them feel like they're part of your family, a part of your brand as rather than just kind of a, a person who has seen an ad on Instagram. Right. Now, do you have a favorite success story of one of your clients that you could share how they've used text to increase their business? Yeah. Yeah. So a great example I'll give you is a t-shirt brand that makes uh, t-shirts for a, a faith-based group. So they make, t-shirts for people in the Christian community. Um, very interesting because they came to us because a lot of their traffic, something like 97% of their traffic was for mobile. But what they realized was that people who were going to their website on mobile were not completing their checkout. They had a, a huge abandoned cart rate. And so what we were able to do for them was actually implement our solution into their checkout process. That way, if someone was about to buy, we would actually send them a text message saying, hey, we know you're about to check out. Let's help you do checkout. And they would actually use a, a custom checkout we built for them with you know, address autocomplete and all the, all the fancy bells and whistles. And what they were able to see was a double digit increase in mobile conversions in a week, just by not, not doing any SMS marketing or sales, but just by embedding SMS into the checkout process. That way folks knew they could save their card on file and, and more importantly, check out in a more conversational way. Interesting. And so that took them off of the website onto your platform. Yeah. Uh, well, it, what's interesting about our solution is we we don't really have our own you know separate platform. We when someone's ready to check out, uh, if we embed ourselves into a merchant's website, we'll actually just send them to their SMS app, so that now they are talking to a bot we built for your business, and all that bot knows how to do is collect the credit card and and and, and wrap up the checkout. But in this case, they're talking to your brand's phone number. They're they're buying your product, but now they're in a conversational context as opposed to just on your website with your old website form. Got it. Got it. Now, I would imagine that there are some different rules to texting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, are, what are some of those privacy rules? And do you see even more coming in the next 12 to 18 months? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, that's a great question. Uh, I think what we're seeing, if you zoom out, is that a lot of brands are thinking about ways to leverage SMS, right? So there's there's sort of a new flood of businesses trying to text consumers. But what we're, what we're 
having people think about and, and encourage them to think about is, well, one, unlike email, you, you, can't, you can't buy a list, right? You know, we see brands buying email lists and then trying to buy phone number lists. We, we, we shouldn't do, you should not, not do that. Um, the primary reason is the fines that are associated with texting the consumer who has not opted into your text messages is about $500 per infraction. So per wow. person you text, you will have to pay 500 bucks. Uh, and that, that, can, that can cripple your business, right? It can really be bad. So the first thing we say is, uh, remember that the phone number is sacred. Uh, it is protected by the Telephone Consumer Protection Act, the TCPA, and, and those regulations are very strict. So don't buy phone numbers. Don't uh, try to force people to opt in. Uh, take opt-in very seriously. The second thing we think about around privacy is you can't share phone numbers, right? So uh, if someone's bought from another brand, you, you know, you can't have a collaboration with them where you also get the phone number. Um, the person has to be opted in only to your business and you need, you know, you need to make sure you do that correctly. And I think last thing I would say is, you know, you, you, you want to make sure that uh, as, as we continue to see more people text consumers, what we're seeing on, on both Apple and, and, and Android as well as you know, we look out at the carriers like AT&T and Verizon, they're increasingly thinking about how to protect the consumer from getting too many texts. And one thing they're doing there is, is filtering traffic. So the more texts you send that are you know, really spray and pray, they're sort of massive discount codes, the more likely you are as a business to be filtered and throttled by the carriers like AT&T and Verizon. So um, that's, that's not as aggressive yet. It's already starting. But we imagine the next 12 to 18 months, as more businesses start to text people, the carriers will be even more strict as to what you're allowed to text people, and they will start cracking down on things that are a bit more uh, spammy. Hey, what's up? Andy here. I have a quick question for you out there listening. How do you rate your Google Shopping results? If you are an e-commerce business driving traffic to your own website, Google Shopping remains the absolute number one way to drive profitable traffic. Unfortunately, I see a lot of mistakes with the fundamentals of Google Shopping. Whether a business uses a free Shopify app along with some Google automation, or perhaps turning over your Google Shopping to an agency but with limited oversight, or even trying to manage everything in-house without proper knowledge, I've seen about all the mistakes you can make. And that's why I've released Understand, Conquer, and Profit with Google Shopping mini course. And best of all, it's absolutely free. As a business owner, you don't necessarily have to manage Google Shopping yourself, but you do need to understand how it works. This video course will help you do just that. And best of all, it's free. To register, go to makeeachclickcountuniversity.com forward slash conquer and profit to sign up and start growing your business using Google Shopping or visit makeeachclickcountuniversity.com classes to see all the courses we currently offer. All right, back to the show. Interesting. So I was just going to say that's kind of like the, the spam folder of email. Yeah, and if you you know if you've got the iOS uh, the new iOS update, uh, especially outside the U.S., um, we're already seeing iOS filter out uh, text messages that you know they they to you and I they might sound like a good marketing SMS message, but to to a lot of the carriers they automatically get categorized as spam. And on your phone now, an iPhone in particular, uh, you'll start to see those automatically get filtered out of the conversations that you're having with your family and your friends into a separate folder. So let's talk a little bit about Parrot. Mm. What problems are you solving for your clients and how are you standing out from your comp competition? I assume there's others doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, the way we talk about Parrot, to be frank, is 
we are not an SMS marketing tool. Um, we, we can recommend those. We tell people they should think about those. But if you want to send discount codes out uh, to your, your, uh, your customers once a quarter, we're not really the tool for that. Uh, that that's not what we, we are focused on. Rather, Parrot helps brands improve their mobile checkout experience, right? So as I called out earlier, a lot of brands come to us and say, hey, my abandoned cart rate is really high. People who are shopping on my website on their phone are just bailing out. The industry stat, uh, as, you, as you know, is 30% only 30% of people who start checking out a mobile website will actually finish. And there are things you can do there. You can improve your checkout. You can uh, rebuild your checkout as, as ShopPay has done uh, for everyone on, on Shopify. You can rebuild all of checkout to be mobile first. But what we do is we come in, we replace your checkout with something that's mobile first, that uses the consumer's phone number as the primary identifier. That way, when they want to check out again, they just put in their number, they get a code, they, they're done. Uh, they can, you know, reply to your text messages now to actually transact because it's their phone number texting your brand. And so we, we think of it as, as shop pay for people who don't use the Shopify platform. And it's really around improving your mobile checkout experience. That way your abandoned carts and your repeat purchases are, are locked down and, and, and are working really well for you. Yeah, no, that's really neat. And I was looking at your website where you offer like a you can just reply yes if you want this product. How how does that yeah. work? Yeah. So the as I mentioned, when we install Parrot on your website, uh, we collect the consumer's phone number instead of their email as the first thing they give you on checkout. So today you go to a website, you put an email, you put your credit card, your address. Instead, with Parrot, you put in your phone number, your address, your card, uh, and and now your phone number is attached to your credit card. What that means for your business is you now have a phone number for that consumer, which is private to you and them. Uh, and then you also have a credit card for them, which again, with Parrot is, is uh, secured for you. And so now you can text that consumer and say, hey, I know you bought this shirt last month. I just made this new one. Do you want it? And if the consumer wants it, they'll reply yes. And Parrot will say, hey, do you want to use your saved card and send it to the saved address? Yes. If not, we'll give them a way to quickly change that and, and they're off the races. Um, for you as a business, that means your website is now a channel, the channel you've had before, but also texting is now a channel for you because you can sell over text uh, as well. So how does your system work? I mean, are you, I guess, as a business owner, I'm a, mm -hmm. a store. How do I decide which of my past clients that I email, or I, I'm sorry, <laughs> email just had to happen, <laughs> that I text to offer them something like that? Yeah, so a good example I'll call out is a company we're working with now called Bat Club. One thing that they uh, already do is they've got people who bought a bat, uh, let's call it, they bought a bat in January. And then, as you can imagine, their kids are using the bat. So by February, March, the, the kid's going to need some new grip tape or they'll need some new cleats uh, or they'll need some new, uh, you know, some new batting gloves. And so what they do is they'll, they'll build a segment uh, in Parrot of, hey, who are all the folks who bought who bought a bat and they'll set up an automation with Parrot that says after 30 days, send the person uh, another item, right? Another recommendation, either as an upsell or as a complimentary product. Um, and so th that's how we're seeing brands set this up is they'll, you know, they'll have a, a, a list in their system and then they'll set up an automation with Parrot. And then we will do the work of sending that text message, collecting the payment for it, and then sending the order back into your system, whether it's BitCommerce or Magento, or, or any of the other enterprise e-commerce platforms. What kind of conversion rates are you seeing on something like that? 
Great question. So the best example I can give is a brand uh, that released, they, they make reusable, they make consumable men's health products. Uh, and what they saw was that they sent a text message out with, with the ability to collect payments uh, kind of embedded within the text message as opposed to you know redirecting the person to a website or something like that. And they saw a, a 40X return on investment. So uh, they, they made $1,300 in just four hours, really 90 minutes, just from that, that one text message. And so what we're seeing there is a, a very large increase in, in, in how much money you can make by investing in, in using this kind of texting. But what I'll call out is that when we do go embed into your old traditional website and just replace your old checkout with our checkout, we're seeing a 15% lift in conversions. So 15% more people actually go through, put in their card, put in their address and complete their purchase versus if they were just using your old broken checkout process. And how is your, how does your fee structure work? Yeah, parent, parent charges, uh, you know, simple, right? We, we think it's very simple um, because brands we talk to get, comp, get complicated pricing structures from a, lot of, from a lot of folks in this space. So what we tell brands is we charge you 1% of each transaction which doesn't include the, the actual credit card fee you pay. So, you, you know, you pay 2.9% to, to the credit card companies. We charge an additional 1% on top of that. And then we charge you one cent for every text you send. Um, so we don't make any money when you, you know, if you text people more or less, we don't make any money. We only make money when you actually collect a payment using our system. Um, so that aligns us with your business. Make sure that, you know, if you sell more, we make more money, uh, but we're not incentivized to make you text people more. In fact, uh, we prefer if you text people less because we don't make any money on, on that after texting part. Now, on the 1%, that is, so if you installed your system on the mobile though, that's 1% on every sale that comes through mobile? Exactly, exactly. But you're seeing like a 15% lift on average. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for, for most brands we talk to, that, you know, a 15% increase in conversions uh, on, on mobile, especially if mobile is already your largest source of traffic, um, can be can be uh, more than uh, more than enough to justify giving us that one percent. And there are things we can do there to to help the business kind of really uh, figure out if it makes sense for them by looking at their data more closely. But that's that's uh, that's what we're seeing so far. Now, do you offer any sort of A/B testing or anything like that where you can compare your checkout versus yours when you're coming on board? Yeah, yeah. And so the example I called out before the T-shirt brand, what we did was. We actually ran our checkout and their existing checkout alongside each other for about two weeks. And what we're able to see there by saying, hey, you know, person A will go through your old checkout. Person B who comes in after uh, that person A will go through our checkout. Um, what that allowed us to really figure out over that two weeks was, well, one, why is our checkout performing better? And how much, how much more performant is it? And that's where we found that that 15% lift in conversions um, held across uh, across their site. And what platforms are you guys integrating with? Good question. So today we 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 integrate really with every platform, and and the reason is that technically, when I when I uh, context as to who I am before Parrot, before starting Parrot, I ran payments at Mailchimp, the, uh, the, the 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 behemoth now, right? But when I started Mailchimp, it was a you know, smaller company. It's one of the things I did there was build the payments team out. And what, what we realized was that it's very difficult if you go to a brand and you try to help them solve checkout, if you 
cannot directly integrate into their order system and make sure the orders show up. And so Parrot by default uh, doesn't actually you know, store the orders. We, we keep them on record. And then when the person tells us the brand in your case, hey, I want these orders to go to Magento or Big Commerce, uh, we'll simply send those orders over. And so right now we can integrate really with any platform within two weeks, but we're highly focused on Big Commerce because we've seen that uh, the big commerce space is, is quite interesting because merchants are very desperate to solve the checkout problem. But if you use a different platform, we can work with you within a few weeks to get things implemented. It would just be you know, a bit more consultation with our team, make sure we do it correctly for you. How does tracking work <clears throat> on mobile? Um, do you, uh, good question. Do you mean order tracking? Yeah, I mean, with the channel tracking, you're tracking if those uh, customers came from Google or Facebook or... Uh, paid ads, organic. I mean, how are you able to track all that through analytics? Yeah, so we 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 don't do really much tracking today, to, to be frank, with regards to where the customer came from, um, because for us, it's not. It's something that when we talk to brands, they've already implemented some tracking for this Google Analytics. So that they right. Can- no, I, I'm just talking. So if they're going into your system, mm-hmm. is the customers still able to figure out where those clients have been coming from? Yeah, well, today, we, you know, we have a little bit of UTM tracking implemented um, for some of these things, but that is a place where we're investing energy into um, increasing the amount of analytics we have. So you can tell this person checked out using Parrot, but they came from, from Right, here. exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, okay. good question. Yeah, great question. So who is the perfect client for your service? Yeah, great question. So the, the perfect a client for us is an e-commerce brand making over $500,000 a year. And the reason that's perfect for us is because at that scale, you're already thinking about one, two, three percent differences in terms of conversions, right? You've done that math already. You know your AOV, you know your LTV, you know ideally um, what a phone number attached to a credit card could do for you for repeat purchases. But you also know in, in the first instance, how many people do I need to actually get from the homepage, the website to the order confirmation page on the website? And it's our job as parrot to help you get, get them there as fast as possible. The person we're looking for at that organization is usually the, the VP of marketing or the, the head of finance, essentially anybody who cares about making sure conversion rates are constantly improving. And if someone is looking to start using SMS, why do you think they should choose Parrot? Good question. So what we tell people is it's important to think of SMS not as a marketing channel as I spoke of earlier, but as part of your mobile experience. And so if you're looking to use SMS really as a way to drive, uh, you know, sort of people to your website to do sales, again, we're not the right solution for you, right? But if you're looking to improve your checkout experience, that's where you should think about Parrot because Parrot not only allows you to collect the payment with the phone number the first time, but then reuse that phone number as a way to very easily get your consumer to one-click checkout, whether they're on their couch eating potatoes, I mean, eating potato chips, and they can reply yes to buy the new thing you're releasing. Or if they're on your website, again, looking at stuff, they put their phone number in, the checkout's done because Parrot you know, knows who they are already. Um, those are the, those are the brands that, that should be thinking about us. And what we'll say is, you know, if you're, again, if you're looking for something like SMS marketing, there are better tools for that. And then if you're looking for something that's, you know, a, a simple checkout solution that only uses email addresses, for instance, 
Um, there are other tools for that. But if you're looking for something truly powerful, they can help you uh, treat the phone and the phone number as a as a way to remember your customer and give them some some uh, additional experiences that they couldn't get otherwise. Then you should really think about using Parrot. And how can an interested listener learn more about working with you? Yeah, the, the best way to get in touch with us would, would be to go to getparrots.com and to try a demo. So you put in your phone number, you can actually try buying something with a fake credit card so you can see what the Parrot experience is like. Uh, at the end of that, you'll be able to you know schedule some time with my team or you can uh, simply uh, reach out to us at help at getparrot.com. And what is one piece of actionable advice that you could leave the listeners with today if they were interested in starting to test some texting? Yeah, the first thing I'd say is, uh, one, put yourself in the position of your favorite customer. So who, who's your VIP? And, you know, pull out a piece of paper and, and write a text message uh, from you as a company, right? Or whoever, you know, uh, you want to in your company, whether it's customer support person or uh, your your head of uh, your your head of marketing write a text message on some paper from yourself to that VIP customer that you think they'd be excited right to read and um, I think that's the first thing I'd say to people is that that can help you start to craft your SMS strategy from a more personal sense rather than trying to start from you know trying to improve improve click throughs. The second thing I'd say is you know go on your phone and try shopping on your own website. Um, especially if you haven't done that in a long time. Try shopping on your own website uh, with just your phone. Don't use your computer and try checking out something uh, without you know, using like a saved credit card so you can feel the, the true mobile checkout experience that you have and then decide for yourself, um, do you want to include texting as part of that or after that or, or uh, do you just want to leave it the way it is? I think that will help you think about texting more, uh, more holistically. Yeah, no, that is some great advice. Is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap it up today? Uh, I think last thing I'll say is, you know, well, one, thank you for having me on the podcast. But uh, I think if you're if you're in e-commerce, this is a very exciting time to be in e-commerce and, you know, try, trying to optimize and trying to, you know, to, to borrow your phrase and make every click count um, is extremely important today because e-commerce is not going to stop. And um, it's a very exciting time to continue to invest in the space. Well, this has been great. Thank you very much for joining us today, Osa. Thank you. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Parrot or connecting with Osa, you will find the links below in the show notes. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our all-new podcast resource center available at www.makeeachclickcount.com. We have compiled all the different past guests by show topic and included each of their contact information in case you would like any information on any of the services I have discussed during the previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.